ramming your brain through a table of wrestling knowledge. Oh my God, what's going to happen? Spanish announce table. Glad you picked that song. Yes, yes. Yes. The Glitch Mob. The Glitch Mob. What was the name of that song even? Fortune Days. Fortune Days. I run to it. There's a little ah. personal info. I try to run to it every morning. You don't run. You couldn't tell it by looking at me, to but the, I try. To the toilet. <laughs> yeah. Spanish announce table on the Trending Topics Network. We're going to break down some wrestling topics. Some Something pro we- wrestling? Wrestling. It's still real to me, damn it. <laughs> I am the deviant one. Captain Awesome. That you are. You are. I am T Mac. T Mac. T M A C. Laying the smack down on that ass. It's the T Mac attack, as I like to call <laughs> it some, from time to time. This is episode number two, uh-huh. as I explained to somebody, because we are the number two. No. No, we are the number two. No, we're number yeah. one. No, we are the number two. <laughs> okay, I get you, it now. You, you I get it I now. There? I get it now. I, was, I thought you were just saying that we're never, like, someone else is no, better than us. No, we are the number two. Gotcha. Yeah. It smells in here because we're the stuff. Oh. Ah. I like that. Yeah. So, uh, we're going to jump right into headlines. And you found a big one when I was driving here on the way. Yeah. Yeah. Randy Orton. Uh, unfortunately... Mm. Was attacked mm. in South Africa yes. after a wrestling match. Was doing his patented, uh, you know, throw the arms in the air, standing on the second uh, turnbuckle, you know, doing this yeah. cool, being the coolest guy in the arena. Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. And then, unfortunately, a fan sneaked in, gave him a little, little one-two right to the, the testicles. Gave him the Ric Flair. Yeah, right to the testicles. Punch. And uh, he testicles. fell. Yeah, obviously he fell. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, the interesting thing I found from about it because you know in pro wrestling anything could look real but be fake. Mm. Biggie Langston actually ran out and was looking to whip some ass. Whoop some ass. And those two have those nothing are, in common. Those are my nuts. Right. You do not touch my nuts. Right. And so they have nothing in common as far as, far as storyline goes. Right. So why would he be out there? Very true. So it makes me think that's some real stuff. Yeah. But See, who knows? In this day and age, it's hard to tell. When are they using well, it? Well, because like advantage? when the Shield came out, they posed as fans. Yes, you know uh, when AJ Lee just a couple weeks ago rang the bell. She was wearing a hoodie and you know yeah. w- was covering her face. That looked like a fan. But the, you eventually saw those people's face, and you'd be like, "Oh, that's uh, that's this, that's this, this is, person. This that's is Joe Schmo. You right. never got a good shot of him." Yeah, and, we'll see where it goes. And because WWE is so PG. Uh, and it was interesting to see Randy Orton stand on the middle turnbuckle and flip this guy off yeah. for a good solid 10 seconds. That makes me think it was real. He also tried to kick the guy in the head. I'm going to tell you uh, why this is a work. Okay, let me hear it. All right. Let me hear it. Uh, if you'll remember Cowboy Bob Orton. Yes, I do. Had a broken arm. Yes. And he wore that cast for about eight years. 
Yeah. Well, it's hurt. Right. <laughs> Randy Orton's going to be wearing a dong cast for the next three, four so years. He needs, he needs yeah. his cast. Right. This is going to be a dong cast. <laughs> yes. So that's why it was a work. Problem solved. You, <laughs> you need a dong You cast. needn't do any more investigative reporting. There you go. Yeah. Myth busted. <laughs> Myth busted. Dong cast. Look for it. Coming your way next week on Raw. So, some other news. Let me hear it. Some other news. Yeah. Uh, the recent story of WWE pay-per-view results being leaked. Uh-huh. You remember that story? Yes, I do. It's said to be an embarrassment to the company. Obviously. Uh-huh. They, uh, they say there's a good chance that person who's leaking results uh, has been caught by WWE officials. Apparently, this person has assured officials that he or she would not do it again. And so if there are no SummerSlam results leaked th- this month, that will confirm that this person has been caught. So that's what we've got to be looking for. If the SummerSlam results come out. Well, wait a minute. Not really. I mean, because if he says, no, no, I won't yeah, do it. true. And, and then do does it. it again. You know what they need to do? It wasn't me, they see? Need, they need to have the inner circle of people that really know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then tell everyone tell else. About different results. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you got Cena going over, right. but it was Daniel Bryan the right. entire time. The problem is everybody else is a larger number. Right. You see what I mean? So but at least you know it's down. not. At least you know yeah, it's not you can the start inner circle. Narrowing down it takes a longer time, but they can find that out. I think. But um, or uh, or you just say four different results, and whatever result you kind of group those people, do another test run. And then you're getting it down yeah. smaller See, then smaller. the person might be getting on to you, though. Yeah, you maybe. You know what I mean? Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Just Wrestling's just so crazy. Prism. But here's the thing. Why, if you work for WWE, why do it? Why say the announcement? Yeah, you know? I don't know. I haven't the slightest clue. I don't get it. I don't even get it with, like, yeah, television making shows. making money or nothing? Yeah, yeah. stop it. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Stop ruining it for everyone. Yeah, I don't know. You're a jerk. Whoever S- this is, you're a jerk. Speaking of working for WWE, Mark Henry has signed a new three-year contract. With WWE. Good for him. Yeah, there was you know rumors what I mean? he was going to leave. Yes, obviously. And then he did the storyline with Cena, which was mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. they kind of turned him. You know, it's like, hey, that was great. We loved it. Now let's do something stupid with you. And yeah. you're going to be with the Usos. Yeah. And now you're a baby face, even though you were the best heel in just, our business. Just keep saying stuff about Texas. You'll be right, fine. Right, Go yeah, on Texas. out there. Keep, yeah. You know, coming uh, over your comb over. Mm. You know what I mean? That's the one thing he needs to do. Yeah. You got the Hulk Hogan skullet going. Yeah. Just yeah. shave your head. Just shave it. You know? Just do something else. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, also, wanting to work with WWE recently was Taz went to WWE before signing his new contract with TNA and asked to be, uh, you know, asked to start working for them again and was denied. Even going so far as um, – uh, Triple H said in a production meeting that TNA has nobody WWE needs. That's stupid. Um, I think that's just a, a way to play them down. Stupid. Yeah. I agree, don't take Taz. He's terrible and worthless to the WWE for me. I don't see what you're going to do with him. Yeah, yeah, you, I mean. You've yeah. already got rights to every ECW DVD you want right. to make. Right, yeah. So there's really nothing. And They don't want him in the booth. No. What's he going to do? Right. What's he going to man to somebody? I'm not going to buy that either. Who would he manage? Yeah. The Usos? Yeah. 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 Gone. <laughs> but uh, to yeah. say that no one from TNA you need. Now, on one hand, I can kind of understand Triple H's mindset of, hey, we're really working to get these young guys in. You know, the Shield, uh, the Usos, who I kind of crap on sometimes. But they're good. They're the, decent. Yeah, the Usos, um, you know, Ooh. the Wyatt family. These guys, yeah. they're really trying to work for these young New guy, so I understand that. But to say that you don't need an AJ Styles, a Samoa Joe, a Robert Roode, Austin Aries, Austin Aries, 
that's James Storm even. You yeah. can make a lot of money off James Storms in merchandising alone. Yeah. T shirts, hats. Yeah. Cowboy. Uh, beer bottle opener. Right. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy flip flops with, with beer bottle openers on. You could sell James Storm Cowboy everything. He could be your new Steve Austin redneck kind of guy that they need loves. a redneck, that is for sure. The NASCAR fans. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You gotta go after this. Um there was another oh, back in the day the Rock recently said that uh uh, back in the Monday Night Wars, he was offered two times his WWE salary to jump ship to WCW, and uh, obviously didn't take the bait. But his reasoning, I thought, was a little fishy. I wanted yeah. to entertain you first, and the yeah. money would come later. My, Shut up. My goal was to, quote, move the crowd first. Money would come later. Now, he didn't specify when that offer was made. I could believe that if that's 1998, 1999. Hey, yeah. you know what I mean? You you already are making really good money, and you're starting to see the tide turn with you right. and Stone Cold. Now, if that's 1996, 95, 90, 95 yeah. bull, yeah. bull baloney. Yeah, because they were offering twice the money, half the schedule. Right. I mean, that's a no-brainer. Yes. I mean, unless you just really love the industry and or trying to make a name for yourself. And we'll take the, the pay and cut. And you were getting your asses kicked in the Monday Night Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Why would hey, you WWF at the time was in danger of running out of business. Yeah. It could have it could have went the other weeks, way. Yeah. As most of you know, eighty six weeks they lost. And if you're in week, let's just make up a number forty and mm. you get offered two times the pay and half the schedule, why would you not take that? Yeah. So he didn't specify when that offer was made, but I wanted to move the crowd, then the money shut up. Mm. Speaking of moving the crowds. Yes. Big names. Let me hear it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Big, big names. Yeah. Big comebacks. Uh-huh. WWE superstar Hornswoggle recently noted on his official Twitter page that he has completed filming the new WWE Studios movie project, Leprechaun. Hornswoggle wrote, well, that's a wrap. Thank you to at WWE Studios, at WWE, and everyone that worked on Leprechaun Origins. I can't wait for you guys to see it. So expect Hornswoggle to come back uh, in the near future. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck no, that. No, man. That's yeah. Hornswoggle, man. No, let's give more time to an untalented wrestler who sucks at being a wrestler, and let's take off time from the Shield or the Wyatt family or even Kofi because we got to promote a movie with an untalented midget. Yeah, I don't. Know. The, the Hornswoggle thing's got to go. He it's sucks. Got no worth. It's for the kids, and they've got enough kid stuff. Like they got Cena. Yeah. Well, and they've got. Sweet tea and Brodus. Yeah, the funk. Yeah, whatever. You got enough kid stuff. I don't want to see an untalented midget on my TV screen Monday or Friday nights. Get him off. He was back when the 2007s and 2008s, and he did that stupid storyline where he was the general manager. He did the stupid storyline when he was Vince McMahon's son. He's done enough. He's ruined my life. I hate him. August 1st, hashtag August 1st. Have you seen this? Yes. TNA. He's got That's a interesting. Secret, secret guy coming up. I've seen reports of Adam Pierce and John Morrison. Here's the thing. It's very interesting to me. I've watched that YouTube video a couple times. I'm very intrigued, but I don't have my fingers crossed because it's TNA. It's yeah. not WWE, oh, yeah. and I'll probably be disappointed. TNA, if they can, they will screw things up. Yep. They, they will. will. Yep. They'll find a way. But, he'll, but he's probably a great wrestler. He'll probably have great wrestling matches and yeah. a shitty storyline. I'm interested to see who it is, though. It's I like these, you know, and these attention grabbing, anticipation building promos. I love them. But we got to take a break. Uh, we're going to come back after the break and talk some Raw. Monday yeah. Night Raw. They don't call it Monday Night no. anymore, but it's w- Monday Night w- Raw w- to me. WWE 
Raw, mm-hmm. right after the break on the Spanish Announce Table, Trending Topics Network. Wrestling fans, are you scouring the internet looking for places to buy your favorite wrestling-related merchandise? Well, look no further, because you can find all the wrestling merchandise you could ever need at ShoppersHideout.com. That's S-H-O-P-P-E-R-S-H-I-D-E-O-U-T.com. ShoppersHideout.com. At ShoppersHideout.com, you can find WWE and TNA replica belts, replica masks, life-size cardboard stand-ups of your favorite superstars and or wrestlers, t-shirts, pants, action figures, buttons, pendants, bracelets, and so much more from superstars like CM Punk, Randy Orton, Triple H, The Undertaker, Chris Jericho, Edge, John Cena, Rey Mysterio, and many, many more. So what are you waiting for? Don't walk around town wearing an Ed Hardy t-shirt. Log on to ShoppersHideout.com and buy yourself a Jeff Hardy t-shirt. And while you're there, get a replica of the WWE Raw Spinning Championship belt and wear that too. And then I can promise you that everyone you meet will be talking about you. And it's all because you shopped at ShoppersHideout.com, your source for everything wrestling. ShoppersHideout.com. Suck. God, you suck. I hope you're not speaking to me. You suck. Or the audience. Let's be nice. You suck. No, man, this is that's the best part of this theme. <laughs> yeah. You suck. And it was so cool because if he was a heel, you could yell it at him, right? Yeah. You do suck, you Kurt suck. Angle. Yeah. But if he was a baby face, he joined with you and yelled yes. at the opponent. You, you suck. suck. Yeah, me. So, yeah, right. You suck. Everyone in unison is uh. yelling at Booker T or whoever it was at the time. And it was so great. And I used to go crazy. Oh, I used to go nuts. Poor Kurt Angle was always, always just the butt of those long running jokes. Yes. Like, he. But that's what made him great. Yeah, I mean, everything. Like, if something died out, it didn't die out. No, not on Kurt Kurt Angle. Angle. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Kurt Angle found a way to make it keep going. Oh, my God. Raw. Monday Night Raw. Raw opened up. The chairman of the board, Mm -hmm. Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Mm hmm. In the ring with, uh, you know, the Mad Ox. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, Daniel Bryan comes out. They're basically dissing on Daniel Bryan and uh, telling him he sucks. He's small, he's stature. And Bryan starts talking about respect. Says he doesn't get any respect, right? Right. What do you think of this? I thought it was okay. I think, you know, the we give so much crap to TNA for ripping off WWE. E storylines and old WCW storylines, a la AJ Styles is now the new Sting. Yeah. But here's the thing with what they do with Daniel Bryan that irritates me and most wrestlers. They try to recreate the Vince McMahon Stone Cold mm, thing. The yeah, boss yeah. disrespects the employee. I got it. You know what? You can't re- redo what you did with Stone Cold. Now, this with Daniel Bryan, the, the aspect I do like about it is how Daniel Bryan later in the show with Cena said, you know, he's a lot of things, but he's never lied, never to, me. lied to me. So it's almost as if, yeah, that guy sucks, but, you know, he's a jerk to everyone else, but at least he tells the truth to me. So that, I like that, that aspect. That wasn't interesting later in the show when right. he says, are you calling me a liar? Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, look, I know it's not never going to happen. Never. But a boy can dream. Yes. And John Cena needs to heal. To, nope. Needs to turn heel against Daniel Bryan. It has to happen now, against no. Daniel Bryan. Because if it's not now against Daniel Bryan, it's going to be 
Probably never. And I've got to hold on to that hope. Nobody's going to be more over in a face than Daniel Bryan in the next decade. I'm telling it's not you. not going to happen. I'm telling you. We've talked about this off air. My theory, going off on this mm. little John Cena tangent, is they're going to use that Total Diva show, no. and he's going to dump her. That's stupid. Look, <laughs> Cena's, Cena's biggest uh, audience. When you hear Let's Go Cena, it's girls. It's girls. And, so how and, do you yeah, break kids. a girl's heart? You have him oh, break man. a girl's heart. No, man, but listen, listen. So they're playing up how much McMahon hates Cena right now. There's yes. got to be something to this. And I've got the clip uh, cutting into C- uh, McMahon talking about this a little bit. I want to play a little bit of it here. Well, would you respect John Cena if, in fact, he was lying through his teeth mm. when he made all those would complimentary you? remarks when he chose you yeah. as <laughs> opponent at SummerSlam? I don't think so. You see, John Cena's a, a master manipulator. He didn't... He didn't mean a word he said. John Cena said he chose you because you earned that opportunity. John Cena is lying to you. John Cena is making you look foolish. Are you a fool, Daniel Bryan? If all you people believe in John Cena, are you fools? Can you beat John Cena? No. But then again, do I want Cena to... To be the WWE champion after SummerSlam? Well, um, no. I don't want Cena to win. John Cena walks around here like he owns the place, like he's a better man than I am. See, so there's there's inklings here of a Cena-McMahon thing here. Right. And, and I think, I don't know if this could be, I would, I, I would like to see that feud happen. And they were talking about later in the, in the show with the corporate makeover of Daniel Bryan. Could we see Cena turn on Daniel Bryan and become that corporate because he's always played the the company yeah, guy. Yes, he Could has. I become what McMahon really wants? Right. Yeah. You know, I don't know because it kind of reminds me of when McMahon got on to Cena uh, when Cena was feuding with Punk. And remember when Punk was uh, threatening to leave with the belt, you know, going into Money in the Bank. And, and McMahon said, you know, you have to win this match. You know, if you do, if you don't, I'll fire you. So he was, yeah. he's been on him before in storylines, but true. I don't know. Oh, it, he's it, just got to turn heel already. I'm tired of it. Yeah, everyone oh. wants him to go heel, but I'm telling you, the best way, in my opinion, to make him go heel is to do it with his total divas. Because then you he get to do it on E. Well, <laughs> no, yes, yes, it? because oh. here's the reason: they know, they are the masters of marketing and getting you to watch everything, right? Yeah. Let's be honest. Me and you, we're not the demographic for Total Divas, no, right? Yeah. So what's the best way to get us to watch? A storyline on Raw happens on Total Divas. So now we're watching Raw and we're watching Total Divas. Is it a little far-fetched? Yes. I don't think they're going to do it in season one. You know, that's too obvious. But in season two, season, season three, what that's when they'll probably do it. in real life they break up? Then your storylines. Then gonna... it's even better. Then you got the Matt Hardy, Edge, Lita kind of real life love uh, triangle thing. You know, uh, how cool would it be if John Cena leaves uh, the Bella twin, Nikki? I believe, or no, it's Bree, one of them. He's dating Nikki. Nikki, yeah. If he leaves Nikki for uh, for AJ in real life, uh, you know, I mean, yeah, yeah. that'd be kind of cool. Um, yeah. uh, I don't. That's know, That's all man. speculation. Anyhow, with McMahon. Daniel Bryan and John Cena oh, yeah. thing. I think it's just a great way to add more hype behind it. Getting obviously the biggest face or biggest name, I should say, yeah. in WWE into the storyline with McMahon, and then you even yeah. incorporate well, Triple and H and just, all that stuff. I think it's set up the idea that Daniel Bryan doesn't trust John Cena's motives behind right. it. Right. So yeah, you're right. It's probably less involved there. I just 
God damn, I'm tired of seeing it already. But we'll move on. Segment two had uh, the Shield versus Henry and the Usos, and that was pretty much throwaway match. I mean, you know. I actually was surprised by the match because I really figured they would save that for SummerSlam. I thought that's what they were building to, and to kind of give it to us on Raw, hey, you know, that's cool, but I was really shocked by it. But it wasn't that great of a match. What I read is the Big Show's return was originally slated to be helping Mark Henry into a two-on-three against the Shield because the Shield put out Mm -hmm. Big Show. Right. So they're still going to do that for SummerSlam. They just had to hold off Big Show for a little bit, so they bumped up this Shield versus Henry. Gotcha. That makes sense. Right. Then that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, After that, Ryback backstage promo at the catering table, which was interesting. And he is a great bully. Yeah. God. He he, plays that role so well. Yeah, you know, early when he first started this whole Ryback character, he was a great face, you know, getting in the face of CM Punk and, you know, just destroying people. Feed me s'mores. I'm sorry. Feed me more. Whatever. There was a good one when... They had Subway mm-hmm. in the back, and he like grabs the sandwich, and he looks at the guy, and he grabs another one. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he is playing this bully to a yeah. T. I think he, I think he's a better bully than Bully Ray on TNA. Yeah. I mean, he's well, yeah, more believable, he does, yes. and he's just a he's mean son more, of a bitch. He's using more bully tactics. Yes. I'll, I'll, I'll say that Bully Ray's the better heel. Right. But he's a better bully. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Um, after that, we had uh, Kane and the Mad Ox, another backstage promo, talking about the Wyatt and Kane's match tonight, and he... Gives Kane a purpose to want to beat Daniel Bryan's right. ass. To say, if you want to show them you're still a monster mm-hmm. and that you're still something to fear, you'll go out there and basically kick the crap out of right. out of Daniel Bryan. So I thought that was interesting, too. They're using these segments very well. Yeah. Because, you know, what's the what's the the reason for Kane to go out there and really stick it to Daniel Bryan? You know, why right. don't we just let him get over once? You know, yeah, they just compete as best friends and whoever wins, okay, hey, we're still team hell no. But this yes. actually gave him more purpose as far as after the match to do the choke slam to Daniel Bryan. Yes. Uh, I really am liking what they're doing with Brad Maddox, too. Kind yeah. of making him this, you know, he's overwhelmed, in over his head, but he's got this, like, devilish tone to him. Yes. Hey, man, hey, you know what you should do? You know? Go out there and kick his ass. Yeah. What? Yeah, 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 do it. Well, but I'm still the new guy and the McMahon's yeah, yeah. and Triple H. Oh my God. It's but... like he, it's like he is overwhelmed, but yet he can recognize when he can use that to his right. advantage a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of layers to this mad ox character. I like I just it. wait for the fuzzy pants and the hooves, man. The mad <laughs> ox. It's gonna happen. Yes. Next US champion is the mad <laughs> ox. Right? Uh, yeah. Uh, let's yeah, he'll see. he'll have a run as U.S. champion. I swear to God. <laughs> uh, maybe, Who is the U.S. champion anyway? Right? Uh, right. It's uh, the Dean Ambrose. Oh yeah, it is Dean Ambrose. See, but like, he's the Shield. He's the Shield, and so you even put it on one of your better mid card guys, and you still forget about it. Yep. Can yeah, he has, has he had a U.S. title defense on Raw? No, I don't think so. Three weeks? I they don't think to, so. They need to have him drop it to the Maddox. <laughs> so they had RVD and Fandango. Uh, and a quick, I mean, Fondago gets, uh, he runs out like a bitty arch and, and, but I um, love, uh, you know what? I hate, I typically hate the, uh, you know, run out. I'm done with this match cause you're unsatisfied, but he just, he sells it so great. And then he gets on the mic and says his name, you know, he's so fun. He's yeah. because he's in that weird, do we cheer him or do we hate him? Yeah. And so he does these little things to make you hate him. But then he says his name, and you and love like, it. So it's, Fun. yeah, 
Dongo. Right. It's great. Yeah, so no, great. I was actually not pissed. No, it was with a fun that. segment yeah, to watch. It was. It was I'll pretty give you good. That, yeah. Um, AJ and Biggie Langston, another backstage promo. And she's crazy. She's nuts and she's playing it really well. And But she hinted at knowing that Biggie likes her and kind of right. screwing with him about right. it. Kind of, and, it, and he looked upset about it like. Yeah, you got me. Yeah. You know, like, but I'm in the friend zone. You this know, this is an interesting uh, ploy for that too. I like it. You I know, like it. A- AJ is great. I-, I sent you a text during the show that night. You know, yes. you should book Crazy AJ versus Crazy Mickey James, yes. and that would be the ultimate divas match yeah. of just yeah. craziness and fun. Oh. oh, if we could get some inner promotional matches, that, man, would, that be would be great. great. That yeah, would be a good one. yeah. Uh, but AJ's doing great. I loved it. It was. It made me feel awkward. You know, she's like, you like me, and then he's kind of perplexed, and then she just laughs and then skips off, and then you look at him, and he doesn't know what the hell to do. I don't know how the hell to feel, so it was perfect. They did exactly what they were going for. Yeah. Well, so following that, they have Caitlyn versus AJ. Mm -hmm. Caitlyn gets the victory, the non-title victory in this one, after a spear, and so she has another meltdown. AJ does. Yep. In the ring, Biggie trying to console her, and who comes out to gloat? Mm -hmm. Dolph Ziggler. And he challenges Big E to a match right now. Mm. Right now. And they get into a match. And this was a good match. Of course. Those two are very good. Yeah. You know, I I, I think both of their work is phenomenal. And when you put them together in a ring, even if it's kind of forced and rushed like this kind of felt, it's still great. Yeah. No, and uh, and we'll break down the match a little bit more. I think we're going to get into a a break here. We're coming up on the uh, Is Undertaker here? Yeah, the Undertaker's here. Well, we gotta go then. Yeah, we gotta we gotta hide. Yeah, when he yeah. comes, the lights just went out. Jesus, uh, I can't even see you right smoke now. Smoke is filling the arena. Yeah, I'm scared. And uh, oh, it's the ministry one too. Oh, this isn't the nice one no, either. This yeah. is the ministry no, when yeah, he was like is... had the beard and was like yes. crucifying Stephanie and stuff. <laughs> ministry was great. Jesus, yes, the crucifixion. Right. And all that. I'm, yes. I'm gonna piss my pants yeah. during the break. <laughs> Thanks, Undertaker. S- Undertaker ministry was a great angle. I love that. And then. With uh, who was it? Was Vince McMahon behind it all? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my favorite yes. storyline of all time. Yes. Oh, Undertaker Great. scares me. Well, we're going to come back in a bit on the Spanish Maybe. announce table. Maybe if the Undertaker doesn't kill us, bury us alive. Uh, Spanish announce table, Training Topics Network, as we let the Undertaker take you out. Help. 1025 The Fan, the biggest name in KC Sports Radio, Jim Rome. Give it a shot. You want something radical? Try that. Jim Rome is Sports Radio. Weekdays 11 till 2 on FM Sports Radio 1025 The Fan. Everybody does have a price. Everybody's gonna pay. You know who had a price as a kid? Uh, Rob Van Dam. Rob Van Dam did have a price. He was one he of the kids did. that was. Uh, he kissed the foot, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he kissed uh, Ted DiBiase's foot as a kid. Uh, but the price for the show? Free. 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 For you. We do this But for the you. memories? A lifetime. Priceless. Priceless. Uh, <laughs> I liked it. Yeah? We're doing this for you. Just for the love of the game. We love you out there. In the Spanish announce table universe. <clears throat> so uh, we were talking about uh, the Biggie Dolph match. Now, Biggie was dominating most of this, if you noticed. He's yeah. overpowering him, mm-hmm. Dolph's selling well. And then Dolph starts to get the upper hand a little bit. And in runs AJ, going crazy, gets Biggie disqualified. 
causing a little bit of rift between the two of them. He's mm-hmm. pissed. She's going crazy. Dolph's standing out there going, <laughs> laughing it up. And then when Big E turns his back to talk to AJ, he sneaks in for the zigzag. Once again, playing the, ha ha, I'm cooler than you. I right. got you. I'm standing yeah. out here. You can't do nothing about it. So uh, I really like where this storyline's going. I do too, but like like I said with the uh, the Shield and Henry and Usos, I thought Big E and Dolph would be saved for SummerSlam, but we got to see it again, so it's just cool. I feel like they're still going to do a match at SummerSlam. Yeah. It'll just have some some type of stipulation. Yeah. Maybe AJ's well, the guest referee, I mean, something crazy. It'll be longer. Maybe she can't be there, maybe. I don't yeah. know. Something. No, she has to be there. Yeah, she does have to be there. She I think sells it'd be, the whole thing. Yeah, I think it'd be cool if she was the ref. Oh, and we'll get into it in SmackDown. There's a better segment involving yes. them in SmackDown. But after that, they had the scene of Brian BSP that we talked about earlier where he says, you call me a liar. They're building some tension in there, giving that... Match of purpose besides just mutual respect. You know, right, nobody yeah. cares about that after a while. Then we moved on to Christian versus Alberto Del Rio. And they're talking about, and we'll talk about this more on SmackDown, but ADR gets to pick a SummerSlam opponent. But he gets beat, but which I thought beat. was interesting. He does get beat by Christian. So it'll be interesting to see where they go with this uh, ADR picks a SummerSlam opponent. Because as a heel, doesn't he got to pick a an easy opponent? I would. I mean, if, to, yeah, if you're a yeah. heel... You would oh Jesus! You know what just came to my mind? Uh, he picks Hornswoggle. Hornswoggle. No, JBL said it the best. He goes, "I wish I would have had that chance when I was a, a champion. I'd have been fighting Barry Horowitz." Every yeah, month. exactly. <laughs> uh, yes. So then they moved on to Barrett versus Rhodes, which was again another let's job Barrett train so that Rhodes can get the win. And then a Sandow promo comes out, and I love Damian Sandow promos right now. Yeah, they're just killer. And this one was the best line of the night. Sandow's talking about uh, how he did everything while their tenure was together. And uh, this is, I'll just play the video or the audio for you here. Cody, I tried to bring you up to my level. During our time together, I traveled the world and enlightened the unwashed masses. I won money in the bank, and you, you grew a mustache. (laughs) (laughs) That's all you did was you grew a mustache. Oh, Sandow's just great. He says the right thing. Yeah, it, it's always intelligent. It's I liked great. when he when he said, uh, "You know, I will not wrestle. It's a wrestle in this town. It's under. It's beneath my constitution." <laughs> yeah, oh, that's so, carny folk. Yeah, you like, carny he's folk. Yeah. About his family, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Which I think they're going to use to their advantage, and and maybe we'll see the American Dream come in and or say gold something dust. Or something. Gold dust. God forbid. Yeah. Um, Sandow's good, and we'll get more into Sandow again in the SmackDown because there's a lot more to be said about Sandow in the SmackDown. He breakdown. is. He is. There's three really great things going on in wrestling right now for me, and he is one of them. The other being the Wyatt family, yeah. and then Dolph. Dolph. Just wrestling is yeah. always my yeah. favorite. So. Sandow is quickly becoming one of the reasons I'm watching. Oh, and then the CM Punk and, and yeah. uh, uh, Heyman, I'd tell you what, though. If I had to pick only one to watch, a Sandow segment or a Punk segment right now, I might pick a Sandow segment. It's getting right that good. It, he's it is, that good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's that good. So then we had Daniel Bryan versus Kane, and you called this. Mm-hmm. Uh, without reading a spoiler, without reading a spoiler, I don't read spoilers. Just FYI, but I mean, it, it should have been fairly easy to to put two and two together here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Wyatts come out and attack Kane, and they kissed his forehead. I'm starting to like that yes. kiss on the forehead. It's oh. it's like that kiss of death. But the, the great thing about the Wyatts is these promos. I got more audio. I've got audio clips for days here on I this like show. It. Let me hear and it. This one was excellent. This yes. is why Bray Wyatt's going to go over right here. I heard. You like to call yourself the devil's favorite demon. (laughs) 
but you, sir, are no demon. And the devil, no, man. No, man. <laughs> shh. Cain, I'd like to let you in on a little secret, man. You ought to be careful who you say those things in front of. Because you never know who might be listening. I like that a lot. Personally, I would have chose my favorite little one-liner of his is Eater of Worlds. Yes. I love that one, but Follow the Buzzards makes more sense in this storyline. But God, he's so creepy. He is creepy. He sells it so great. He looks legitimately crazy. His whole, just his tone, it's that southern style. This has a lot of religious undertones. I love it. This is going to be interesting to see where they go from this. Kind of pushing challenge the you ten year olds. Yeah, this is kind of pushing the envelope here. This is um, I'm really liking this brave. I see big things for this. And I love the, the tag team. Yes. You know they're Harper and Rowan. Yeah, they're yes. filthy looking and huge. They look they're big you know, guys. They were bigger than Kane for guys. Yeah, and, and they you know that. Oh. They look like followers, yes. you know. I mean, they just play oh. it great. And they're going to start selling those sheep masks, I heard in the news. I'll on, buy them. I heard in the news on, uh, I think it was the TIP, the Impact Players podcast with mm-hmm. Dan the Cannon. Mm-hmm. They talked about that. Yeah, they're going to start selling those sheep masks. And I can only imagine how many of those we're going to see in God, crowds, man. they are so oh. good. I Man, if they, if they were around in the Attitude Era, mm. oh, my God. Now, the hope is, is that they still push the envelope – attitude esque. Obviously yes. they can't go back to, you know, hanging big show from the cage like Undertaker did, things like that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. if they get that ministry like how we were talking about with the Undertaker and how that was so awesome, yeah. that like cult ministry craziness. Yes, yes. Oh my God, that's gonna get be a few awesome. Followers, get right. people to do things they wouldn't normally do, right. turn on people they normally wouldn't turn on. Yes. This is a good way to refresh some characters without having to push them to the moon right you got a mid-card guy that you don't want necessarily want to take to the high level mm-hmm. but you want to flip his character up give him some new life and this is and one of the main reasons why i really like the wyatt family is because they were introduced as main event you know they closed raw yes. their promo yeah. closed a raw yeah. but when they came in they didn't go immediately after cena right or immediately after punk or immediately after exactly. the mcmahon yeah they're just like this undertone you know yeah. the main event was you know cena and yeah. you know all this but here they are plenty just, of time for that just kind of floating around plenty of time. and man once they take over yes. oh my god it's gonna be great yes they are they're another reason i'm watching right now too. yes yeah. uh yeah. everything about uh, them is oh, amazing. that music the music's the best yes the intro mm-hmm. the whole thing man we're them coming. walking down we're here yeah, we're here yeah. the lights the slow intro with the eater music. of worlds oh man yeah. The rocking chair, the whole gimmick. Talking just, about the devil oh, and the Bible's lies and just stuff. great. Yeah. It's just great. It is. What's not great was a Brie Bella and Natalia match that followed. Total Divas. Total Divas. Oh. They called her an ugly duck and leaning in the back and then came out and blew a duck call. And I haven't heard that a million times up. in a diva storyline. Yeah. and um, And then she doesn't even like... She's blowing the duck call, and she's laughing and stuff. Yeah, like yeah. I get your laugh, but at least be mean yeah, or, do, or do the loser sign yeah. or, or say in the mic that she's fat or ugly or something. 
Just don't. It's a waste. Whatever. Keep, Total Divas, they, Sunday night at 9. They keep crapping on Natty, and she's the best they got. Right Easily. Now. And they keep just... I, they Easily. had her farting for a while. Yeah. And now she's playing second fiddle to the to the Bellas. I mean, like... Who got fired, and if they weren't banging the two top guys... Wouldn't be around. Wouldn't be around. Yeah. Whatever. They're not worth the money that they're paying them, I'm sure. But, but you know what? They're yeah. pretty to look at. Last week, yeah. two weeks ago, we got to see a nipple, so whatever. True. That. They were a little more covered up <laughs> yeah. this week. Yeah. Darn it. Yeah. Yeah. Not the way we should be going. But after that, we got Truth versus Axel, and Heyman... Even went so far as to call himself the greatest manager. Uh, what do you call himself? Manager. Uh, let me see if I can find his exact. He says he's the best manager, agent, or advocate in sports entertainment history. He says being a Paul Heyman guy means you are amongst the top tier circle of talent in history. It's the truth. And then he says that's personified by my client, Curtis Axel. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, calm well, down. Calm down. Time will tell on yeah. that one. Um, but. We're going to get our truth versus Curtis Axel. And what happens is Punk runs in to beat up Curtis Axel, which is kind of what we touched on, how this feud can be carried. Lesnar doesn't have to be there. Yeah. This is about Punk Heyman. Yeah, it's more about Punk Heyman than it is Punk Lesnar. And this is a perfect example of it. There was no even mention of Lesnar. Well, he mentioned him in the in the promo, walking to the ring, how Lesnar's going to kick Punk's ass, things like that. But Curtis Axel was in the match, and here comes... CM Punk. It was great. Like I said, it's so hard for them to top what they do yeah. every week because yeah. usually what they do every week is the best segment in yeah. the show. This was kind I, of a forgettable part of it. I think in weeks like it. this, you just don't even have Punk. You, you let Heyman do his thing. Then next week, Punk rebuts and Heyman's not around. I mean, right. like, just draw it out a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. need to see something every... Carry the feud on. Have mm. them get their stingers in. Yeah. But that's it. That's right. all that's needed, yeah. in my opinion. Although, this is what's sad, is I felt uh, that the uh, Paul Heyman running from Punk was more entertaining than than the Brie Bella yeah. uh, no, you're right. duck calling. You're right. Well, after that, we had... <laughs> That's pathetic, too. <laughs> after that, we had uh, what we alluded to earlier, Triple H, Stephanie, and Vince in the back talking about Daniel Bryan, and Stephanie says we should give him a corporate makeover. Stupid. And they both looked uh, unimpressed, but uh, it'll be interesting to see how they approach that to him. And what his reaction is. Although Lawler said you can start with a haircut at PetSmart, which I thought was pretty funny. That's a good Lawler old school always, Lawler. Yeah, yeah Lawler, yeah. when he wants to be, is amazing. Yeah. He can do really good stuff. Yeah. And then after that was the tables match. Cena wins over Ryback, which was expected, of course. Although the coolest part, like I said earlier, was Ryback is really getting into this heel. He's yelling at the fans. Yeah. You know, he's, he's hey, no, this yelling was a great at, match. at Cena. You know, yeah. This was a great match. Right. I mean, they had the steel... Steps incident, right? Where they threw them at each other. They're uh-huh. both. I mean, Cena sold that pretty well. Yeah, it was a good match. Expected outcome. The ending was kind of crap, though. Yeah. I don't like Brian just holding the title and Cena steals it back. Yeah, and then we hear, yeah, yeah. That's a TNA ending. Yeah, end, that is end, true. End, end, end with something I want to see for next week. Don't yeah. just say yes and Cena just stands there. Whatever. That was a poor ending, but uh, a very good match uh, from Cena and Ryback. Who Ryback is just killing it right now. Yeah. No, he is. I agree with you. Ryback's a good heel. But we're going to take another break as we let Evolution play out. We're going to come back for... Motorhead. We're going to start talking about uh, uh, SmackDown. Yeah. Next on the Spanish announce table on the Trending Topics Network. We're going to put you through it.
What's up, people? Mr. Old School, alter ego to the Mountie, here to let you know about a new podcast that I've been working on called Old School at the Movies. We talk all about the latest news and rumors, we review stats, we've got our own movie review of the week, predictions, contests, all that good stuff. Check us out at oldschoolmovies.net. Old School at the Movies, your one-stop shop for all your movie-related news. Back old, old back, way back days. Vader. Vader. You know what I missed about Vader though was the elephant helmet that he used to come out. Yeah, oh. it made him look like a, like yeah. one of those mythical, Just you know, something you didn't want to screw around. Yeah, with. mythical villains in a comic this, book. This guys want to come out here in that thing, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, yeah. Vader was impressive, and specimen. Vader was managed by Kansas City's own. Since we're doing the show in Kansas City, yeah. was managed by Kansas City's own Harley Race. Harley Race still owns and operates a wrestling school down the road. What is it about? Yeah, not too far away. Not too far away. And uh, and uh, even producing good talent like um, uh, Magnus and TNA. Yeah, still producing uh, good talent out yeah. there. Yeah. At one point, I thought he saw he had um. Uh, Steamboat kid in there too. Yeah, and now he's an NXT guy. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Well, good. Harley Race knows what he's doing. Of course. Yeah, I mean he's going to put out when the time. greats like Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan, uh, and even back in the day when you got comments from Jimmy Hart and Ultimate Warrior for God's sakes are saying that Harley Race is the baddest dude. He's he's doing something right. Harley Race. One of the greats. Of course. One of the greats. We'll try to get him on the show. Maybe I can do that. Maybe, man. Eh? Put in a call. I might. Yeah. If I want right. to. Who knows? I'm kind of lazy. I'm lazy. Yeah, yeah, what? Yeah, Harley racing the show. I'm in yeah. flip-flops <laughs> right now. That? I can't Yeah, <laughs> I can't even put on shoes. I'm you're so wearing, lazy right now. You're wearing flip-flops and a Hollywood Hulk Hogan shirt. You, know? man. you, you epitomize a wrestling fan right I now, am. man. I'm pretty much a wrestling I, fan. I might think if tea. I saw you, like, if I walked into, um, into, uh, into, like, Raw right now, and I saw you wearing that, I might be like, this guy. Yeah. <laughs> and I would be that guy right now. I would be. But yeah, we'll definitely try to get more yeah. guests on things of that nature. That would be fun if we could get some guests on. We here, might. Yeah. We might. Might have a few aces might up our sleeves. <laughs> Who knows? Like yeah. I said, I'm lazy. Hey, man. We can get Sanjay Dutt on the phone like that. <laughs> like that, man. Talking about his finisher. <laughs> talking about his finisher. So SmackDown. SmackDown. Was SmackDown. Great. SmackDown was great. Um, it kicked off with Doncast Randy Orton. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's coming. You just wait. You're gonna. I want. You're gonna have an apology. Yes. On the show, uh-huh. and I, you're gonna you're gonna publicly announce that I'm smarter and more intelligent of a yes. wrestling fan than you are. I will. I will. If that happens. It, yeah. I won't hold it's my breath. Gonna though. have. What do you mean? If. If. It's a Doncast <laughs> for a minimum of three years. <laughs> And he's going to use it like he's going to hit people in the head with it? Uh, that's his new To finisher. win matches? Yeah. yeah. Instead <laughs> gonna, of kicking the guy in the head, he's, he's just going to hit him with the dog. He's going to do the X-Pac Bronk Buster <laughs> in, the, in the corner of the ring. It's going to happen. You wait and see. All Put right. it on the board. All right. Sign it. So, Orton versus Sandow. Money in the bank versus money in the bank. Eh? Yes. What I really loved, and I've got more sound clips, was 
Sandow coming out. And he was talking about the town he was in, right? And they're in Texas, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And this is just great right here. Good evening, half-wits of Corpus Christi. Say hello to your uncrowned world champion. Silence! I am actually very grateful that you've taken time off from cow tipping and watching the bug zapper on the front porch <laughs> to be enlightened. Oh, the guy is just money. Yeah. He's got something to say everywhere he goes. It's always different, but it's always about it's always about how stupid they are, but he keeps coming up with different ways. His, his wit is, yes. is phenomenal. Oh. He can he's he's got good one-liners that are specific like you said to that town yes. that you would love to say to the person yeah, who, to you know, walking, yeah, yes. on Facebook. I love to quote uh, him on Facebook. And he always throws in. Silence. He always throws in this here. Oh, I don't have it. What is it? Oh, you're welcome. Oh, I love it. You're My welcome. favorite you're oh. welcome is uh, back when they did a, a Subway promo and the guy's giving away Subway sandwiches to all the stars yeah. and they give him, they give him a, a Subway sandwich. And he's like, you're welcome. And I thought that was so funny. And then he kept going with it. It's yeah. a great, great, oh, great little uh, gimmick there. He is great. And we're going to get into him more. Uh, but uh, I don't even remember. So Rhodes, uh, he came down to ringside. Here's where it gets interesting. After the break, the match was going on. Rhodes comes out to ringside, grabs the blue Sandow's money in the bank briefcase, distracts Sandow long enough for RKO mm-hmm. and secure the win for Randy Orton. Uh, so, number one, I noticed Rhodes inadvertently helping out his former legacy mentor. Yes. We caught that. Yep. Um, Rhodes leaves with the case, takes away with it. And I'm thinking to myself, where do we go from here? You know, I'm thinking, this is cool. I'm thinking this is going to play out over a couple of weeks. We find out more later in the show. Yes, we do. So we'll get to that. But I love that segment. I mean, yeah. I'm just loving this whole entire feud. They're the best. They're the most, uh, not the most, they're the, I'll say it. They're the most intriguing storyline because, in my opinion, the punk Heyman is awesome and amazing. Yeah. But those are like two all-time greats yeah. just going at each other. You expect that from well, them. And them we know too. where that's going to go. Right. And we know when it ends, it's going to end. Right. This but could with, be like a life, like career-long yeah, rivalry. They could, yeah, they, they, they could go to. on for years because they're both young. They're yes. both emerging stars. They they're got the best friend things. Now. Yeah, they're yeah. linked. Yeah, so oh, this is – The uh, facial hair thing. Yeah, this is the, f- the funnest as far as yes. originality – goes this has for, got me storyline yeah this has got me most interested in like where is this gonna go from here right yeah you can almost call the punk yeah but man they're still they're still great at what they're doing but they're two they, all-time legends yes. so you expect it yes yeah. that is top of the card mm-hmm. mid card yeah, yeah this has got me interested mm-hmm. so after that we go to a punk promo he's in the ring says brock's downfall will be what his biggest weakness is in that he trusts paul Heyman. That's Again, his biggest weakness. A great promo. Right? And that's going to be his biggest weakness. Now, how is that going to turn into Brock Lesnar's biggest weakness? Because how is Punk going to use that to his advantage in this match? That's where I'm not connecting the dots on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll, we'll see from there. But interesting, it gets interrupted by Fon Dongo. And, he, you know, Fon Dongo is one oh. of those great – Mid-card guys that <laughs> yeah. can just go and interrupt anyone. Get his ass whooped. Yeah, you know, if you have a legend <laughs> yeah. on the card, 
like a rowdy yeah. piper. He'd go in there and yeah, mess with like him. Yeah, he's like 3MB. He can just go out there. But, I mean, he's way yeah, better. Way better. Than yeah, way better than 3MB. But he could interrupt anybody and just be like, makes sense. what the? But yeah. it makes sense. You're yes. like, son of a bitch. Here's this, this guy. guy out here again. So Punk starts beating his ass right. as soon as he gets in the ring and he slaps him with the GTS. Now, there's a very nice touch that Johnny Curtis did here, Fondango. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you caught it, but Punk hits him with the GTS and as Fondango's falling back, as soon as his head hits the ground, his gum was flying out of his yeah. mouth. Yeah, yeah, I rewound it to watch it. And I mean, like when he was up for the GTS, he was repositioning it in his mouth. That mm-hmm. was a planned thing. Right. And I was like, that is very nice. Well, and those two guys are, are really good friends off camera. If you follow right. CM Punk's Twitter, there's a lot of pictures with uh, Fandango either in front of the stage or in the ring. And CM Punk is taking these pictures. So it's great when two friends really want to make the other one look good. And that's what yes. Fandango did in this angle is, right. you know, with the gum. So yes. it's always great when that stuff happens. Yeah. I thought that was just, I thought it was a nice touch. I was like, yep. this guy's paying attention. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, more of the punk thing. And this is where I like, like, this is where I was saying, let him get his piece in. You don't have Heyman come in. You don't have Brock come in. You yeah, don't have Axel Heyman come in. didn't interrupt him, yeah. and then Fandango got the win or anything. But it was a good way for Punk not really to have to come up with something epic to say to close it out, but he still got a shot in, and then Fandango interrupts, so it keeps him from having to come up with this, I'm going to use your kids again. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's not. He doesn't have to come up with something every time. I You're thought right. this was a very smart. The writing lately, I'm really impressed with. Well, because they're going into the, you know, when the WWE writers want to and, you know, not wear flip-flops and a Hogan shirt like I'm doing, and they get actually get motivated, they do great mm-hmm. stuff. And they're they're leading to their second biggest pay-per-view, which is SummerSlam. True. So they are starting to get True. this momentum, but unfortunately. Everything yeah. seems to have a place. Everything yep. seems to have its point. It's, there's, there's not, I mean, there's some throwaway segments that kind of suck. Well, or just flat out do suck, but they generally fit in a storyline somehow. Right, They're building well, something and talking about you know throwaway segments, and at least in my eyes, mm. the next one we get is one eight hundred fella, which I think is garbage. It is garbage. Now here's the thing, I think Shane's did a good job of acting that, but the writing for that whole thing and the whole concept is just bad. When he said he's got insurance, that made me laugh, but that was the only part of that. It was the only part of that. It's just not fun. It's not. It's it's a played out shtick. Yep. And it doesn't even make sense. I mean, one eight hundred fellas not enough numbers. Right. I don't know what they do in Ireland. Right. Besides drink, I know what they do over there in Ireland. They Good drink for them. Yeah. Well, then make them drink. <laughs> Maybe he's so drunk that he forgot to finish dialing the rest I of hope, the number. I hope someone brings that up. But <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it, it's sad because Sheamus is one of their top guys, and so it's keeping him on TV. But not really doing anything. I had a great storyline suggestion for Seamus. And this could be a face or heel. It could be the cool face or the heel. Let me hear it. You have him be the pub crawling drunk, pretty much. I mean, not to be drunk, but he's always in the pub. You, you No, this is what I've always thought for Seamus. And I thought this day one when he debuted. Yeah. Because he looks the part. Have him be Fit Finley. Remember? You know, my name is Finley yeah. and I love to fight. And just have him drinking and fighting. Yeah. Kind well, of see, a mixture yeah, of Fit Finley and APA. Right. This is the kind of same thing I had. Yeah. He's always in a pub. Yep. He's sly. Yep. He's he's charismatic. Mm-hmm. So he's picking up chicks. Maybe he picks up the wrong chick one right. day. Maybe he picks up Henry's chick. Maybe he picks up Henry's chick or somebody else's, right? Maybe he's hitting on a Bella and Daniel Bryan snaps. No. Right. No. And then, no. And then, and then, then you match. got a few there. You see what I mean? That's the route they need to go. But again, PG era. He's selling merch to the kiddos. That's hey. 
Yeah, they're going to probably have a stupid shirt. The money train keeps it rolling. They're going to probably have a stupid shirt that says 1-800-FELLA. The problem is they should have made it an actual phone link, phone, like an actual length phone number that people could actually call and have it like a hotline thing. Make yeah. some money off this. 1-800-FELLA is doing nothing for me. I can't dial 1-800-FELLA right now. You yeah. know what I'll get? A busy tick. Busy <laughs> Busy tone, right. that's what I'm looking for, a signal. And uh, that's all I get when I watch Seamus, though, in my brain. is It's boring. Just over with, man. Yeah. So end I, it quickly. So, yeah, well, we'll end that quickly. After that, they had Barrett and the primetime players taking on Mark Henry and the Usos. Another, yep. eh. Another just fill P- time. PTP sold well. PTP's great. PTP's great. Mark Henry gets a world's strongest slam on Titus. Which is impressive. Match over. There we go. That was about it. Yep. And after that, though, we had Vicky Guerrero in the back. Guess what she was doing? What was she doing? Talking on the phone. Of course. Talking on the phone. And somebody comes in and, oh, I got to go. And they have unlimited minutes. It's Alberto Del Rio. Now, he comes in and he tells her she looks stunning as always. Uh, she deserves... Oh, well, he says she looks stunning as always. She says, oh, flattery will get you nowhere, yada, 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 right? Uh, which is a good thing, though. I think ADR is good in those segments. I think he acts, well, that part, that's, you can see some honesty in that. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, mamacita, you know, whatever he said. Now, <laughs> he said he deserves the same opportunity as John Cena to pick his SummerSlam opponent. And she says, that sounds good. I'll give you one week to think about it. Now, RVD comes in and says, the choice is obvious. Rob Van Damn. And ADR says that Rob Van Dam needs to prove himself. And RVD says, oh, prove myself by beating you tonight? That's a great idea. Typical RVD fashion. Now. Coolest guy in the room. Coolest guy in the room. Now, this is interesting to see where they're going to go with this uh, pick your opponent thing for Alberto. Because. It's going to be Hornswoggle. It's got to be. It's got to be a cheap easy. It's got to be like, I mean, you can't use anybody in 3 and B because they're heels. Well, but, here's where I think they're going to go with it is someone, e- either Christian or RVD, someone is going to irritate him so much that he's going to right that he's going to make a you know in the heat of the moment uh, you know unrational. If you thought. beat me tonight, right, then you'll get your and shot. And then he does whoever this is, or well, you know, see, just, then why even do that? Just book the match. Like that doesn't intrigue me. You should have used it, and then I mean, because you could add your opening match. Alberto Del Rio versus Hornswoggle or whatever and have it be a funny little thing, light, lighten up the crowd or whatever. But And maybe not Hornswoggle, but just somebody, maybe he could have picked, who's, God, who's a young up-and-coming face that's, that's, they're all heels. They don't have anybody right now. They're all they? heels. See, if you had somebody, like when you had Trent Barrett or something like that, you could have done one of those, like, one of those one, two, three kid kind of deals. Right. Could have. Could have put one down on Del But Rio. you could Del do it Rio on the other end. You could do it on the other end where it's Christian in the twilight of his career, a la Mark Henry, give me one more shot, but yeah. he's a baby face. Yeah. Do that. So maybe it'll be something along we'll those see. lines. We'll see. But we're going to go to a break, I think, here. What do you think? Another break? Yeah. Another break? Yeah, we need to give Sounds them a break. Good. I mean, my voice can only be tolerated for so long, and I understand <laughs> right. that. But we're going to come back with some more SmackDown, and I really like SmackDown this week, and it gets more interesting as we... As we go along, we got some of the fodder out of the way. Yes, I want to mullet right now listening to these rockers. Yes, man. Yes. Some Shawn Michaels, Marty Jannetty. Yeah. You watch out. I might super kick you at a barbershop. Yo, though, I love the rockers. (laughs) 
The Rockers were great. I, they were one of my favorites when I was growing up. Yes. But we're going to come back here in a few short minutes on the Trending Topics Network. You're listening to the Spanish Announce Table. When you get to work, turn on the fan. John Feinstein, weekdays 8 to 11 on your new home for sports, FM Sports Radio 1025 The Fan. Slamming your brain through a table of wrestling knowledge. Announce table. Our dose. Hour two of episode dose. I don't know any other language than English, so I'm just going to say two. Hour two of episode two. I just oh. blew your damn mind. Whoa. Whoa, It's man. like an episode of Lost. Whoa. <laughs> uh, but you'll never be lost if you follow the Spanish announce table. Focus, man. Right? Yeah. Your brain. Focus. Right here. You know who says that a lot now? Uh, the Rock in the his Rock. Uh, Instagram videos mm. when he's working out. Focus. Focus. When he's working off. Uh, so we were talking SmackDown before the break. Oh, Scott Steiner. <laughs> if we can make a Scott Steiner reference every episode, oh, yeah. I don't care what I'm happens, I will be happy. Yeah. Lay down on the table and take your clothes off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Scott Steiner. You always Nobody get a good finer. laugh. Nobody <laughs> finer. You always get a good laugh with old God, Scott Steiner. I think Steiner. I just saw that he turned like 51 this week. Jeez. I still remember him back in the old days doing the Frankensteiner. The Frankensteiner. Before anybody knew what a Hurricane Rana was right. here in yeah. the States. He was doing a Frankensteiner. Mm. Mm. <laughs> working Anyhow, off. let's get back into I'm working now. off. All right, so Sandow goes looking for Cody all in the back, which is a great segment. Yes. He uh, runs into <laughs> Sin Cara and asking him questions, and Sin Cara can't answer. And he's like, do you understand anything I'm saying to you right now? Oh, that was great. And then... I don't think this was the one. I think later on, yeah, we'll just we'll we'll, we'll cut out on that. We'll just know Sandow's looking for Cody yes. at this time in the show. A good segment mm-hmm. to continue the night of storyline. I like to call it. It's mm-hmm. a night of storyline. You know, yes. it's going to start and finish in this one night, and it's a great segment to continue it to remind you what's going on instead of just at the end of the show. Hey, remember two hours ago? Now we're back. You know, so it's very good. It served a good purpose. Yes. It, it was well done by who I see as the best SmackDown wrestler right now, Damian Sandow. Damian Sandow. Damian SmackDown. Mm-hmm. ADR versus RVD. I like the initials. Yeah. It's ADRVD. Whoa. Uh, that blew my mind. That blew your mind? That was yes. also on the Impact Players. I think that was the name of their most recent episode. They name each episode. I like that. It's ADRVD. Dan the Cannon, Block Talk Radio. Check, Check it that out. show out. Yeah, yeah. Hoping to get a commercial from the guy. Why not? Commercial or two. He said we could run one on his show. Whoa. Uh, 
We need to yeah, make one. Got, yeah, we do need to make one. But I'm lazy. Well, you know, you're wearing a Hogan shirt and some flip flops. So, and, man, I'm like, and some basketball shorts. I am in like a, a collared shirt. Right. And some nice those, jeans. Those for the enhanced radio uh, mm-hmm. can definitely tell who the uh, hard worker is and who's just showing up. <laughs> okay. I even shaved. Yeah, I didn't. Oh, man. I, didn't. I needed to, though. I, I can't go the full Daniel Bryan. I've got to shave. Every I once can't, in a while. and it's not because I don't want to. God did not. Can't? Yeah, God <laughs> didn't give me the ability to grow a damn beard. I like want that shirt. Dirt. Yeah, it's like it grows in here. Yep, it grows here. in here. Grows in here. Not so much here. Yeah, damn it. Uh, I want a go beard. Get some plugs. I might. So, real quick into this match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Follow this one. Yeah, yeah. So ADR, he's. he's Yelling at the ref in Spanish, something about it. he couldn't continue. No moss, I think mm-hmm. he's saying. And he's mm-hmm. like, I can't understand Roberto you. Duran. Yeah. yeah, he's like, can't understand you. And then sneaks in a kick and, and uh, rolls up RVD. Is that what happened, I think, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes, it is. And you know what? That makes me think, you know, uh, the rumor is is that uh, ADR is injured with a rib injury. Mm-hmm. But maybe RVD just can't go that long. Mm. That's two quick ones for him this week. That's true. Maybe maybe he's being overworked. He is forty three, mm. I believe. You know, yeah. so let's just do some quick ones. Hey, mm. everyone, together, RVD. Uh, you know, haha. Let's get it out. Get yeah, it out. So maybe there is something to that. Maybe, maybe RVD. Maybe RVD is like, uh, damn, I'm not used to this. Go go back to hey, that guys, TNA schedule. Yeah, yeah what know? the hell? Yeah, that's something to think about. Yeah. Well, we get more Sandow looking for roads in the back, and here was the better part of the segment. He runs into Booker T. And Mark Henry. Who I hope. Mm-hmm. See, my. Okay, for people who don't know me very well, I will let you in on an insight. Like girls. Right, yeah. <laughs> or just, you know, anyone. I hang out by okay. myself a lot. All right. Uh, I want Harlem Heat to come back. The new Harlem yeah, Heat. Yeah. I want, one, because I love the song. Two, because Booker T is fun to watch, wrestle. And three, they need that gangster, you know, hardcore vibe back. You know, kind of what they're doing with Crime Time, except more legit. You know, Crime Time is a stupid name, in my yes. opinion. So I always want Harlem Heat to come back. New Harlem Heat. And Booker T and Mark Henry would be great. Old school. You could do like a mafia theme, you know. They don't have yeah. to be like, like you know, yeah, drive-by be, yeah, gangsters. Right, right. They could be that suit and tie. Just slick back cool Right, dudes. yeah, because they're legit. They're veterans. I want that. Anyhow. You, you brought up crime time, and this reminded me of a guy. I put in a call to that allwrestling.com week in review. Okay. I think the guy, I think it's Joe Foley was the guy's name, and he broke down the top five most stereotype gimmicks and of, that of WWE all time. And it, Crime Time was number one. He was like, and the worst, most stereotype gimmick of all time, Crime Time. They're black, so they steal stuff. Right. <laughs> it's like just, oh my yeah. God. Which, unfortunately, oh. is what WWE does. They mm-hmm. will do that and get away they with stereotype it. you. If you're coming up as a wrestler and you're about to make your break in WWE, don't tell them anything about where you come from. None of your ethnicity. Yeah. None of your backstory. Nothing. Nothing because they're going to use it and that's what you're going to be. Oh, you say you're from Austria? Well, you're Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, right, all yeah, of a sudden yeah, yeah, and yeah. now you're going to come in, you're Do a you bodybuilder. You speak different languages? And you're going to talk like this. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you speak different languages? Oh, We're just going to have you say all the languages. Yeah. You know, oh, we've got another Tony guy that Cesario. speaks that, and you're going to have a, another? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Oh, so you're going to yodel now. Yeah, they're yeah. terrible. Yeah, very. They're terrible about that. But he comes up and he says, have any of you seen Cody Rhodes? And Mark Henry, well, Booker T's like, are you kidding me? And Mark Henry says, do I look like a snitch? And I thought that was great. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And then he says, you've got to know something here. You're the general manager, or you were. And he was like, gives a classic. You didn't just say that. Uh-huh. And Mark Henry's having to hold him back. I agree with you. They look like 
guys that fit together, Mark Henry and Booker T. Yeah. Maybe it's something about the charisma. I mean, they clearly right. look like they get along. Yeah. In the thing. So at the risk of also sounding stereotypical and or racist, but they just look like they belong together. Right, but they could get away from the stereotype of, you know, saggy pants right. and all that stuff and be those legit. they're slick. They wear some suits. Right, wear some suits. They're smooth. You know, steal they're something just... from Main Event Mafia. Yeah, yeah. You know? They're Main not of... over the top like, yo, 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 what it is. Right. They're like, hey. Hey, yo, I'm going to make you an offer you can't refuse. Chill on that. Right. You know what I mean? We're coming in here. We're going to do this. Mm-hmm. And you ain't going to stop us. I think that would be great. I've mm-hmm. always, But I want the Harlem Heat music. Yeah. And I think that's good as a, as a tag team, though, because Booker T's not trying to have one last run. Right. He's not gonna, tag team. They could hold the straps for a while, dominate, go away after a while. Right. Mark Henry turns. Yeah. Turns whatever. on Henry. Or turns on Booker T. Booker yeah. T's too injured to uh, compete. Henry's back to being the best heel in the business. So on and so forth. Well, after that. The best segment, probably. Uh, maybe not the best, but one of the best. AJ Lee's state of her mind. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this was great. So she's out there, and she's looking crazy. Going nuts. Looking hot, you know, too. Looking hot. Going crazy. And Dolph Ziggler comes out, and he is hilarious. She says he, she's got his keys. And he comes out, and he's like, do you really think I haven't given out like 40 or 50? Of those? I don't care remember the number. He's like, those have been replaced or those have been changed several times over since you've been gone. Oh, just classic. Yeah. And that sends her off on crazy. And then he says, look, she's got his bag. He's like, oh, what? You got my bag? He's like, look, everything in that ring is replaceable. Everything. That's what oh. I'm saying. Dolph Ziggler and AJ have been doing this amazing back and forth, even when they were a couple on Twitter. If yeah. you follow them on Twitter, you've been getting this for a while. Yeah. It's great that WWE is now finally putting it on a mic. Yes. So it's it's very very entertaining, these, and it's great to see these people get it. Yep. AJ Dolph, they know how to. They know the business. They've been fans lifelong. Mm. They know what they're doing. They know how to work the crowd. They know how to get over in today's environment too, using this the. the the social networking, yep. it's great. It's great. And it gets even worse. I mean, so she's going through ripping all the stuff out of his bag, and she pulls out her shirt, and he's like, oh, that was yours. He's like, yeah, I used that to clean my knee pads after the match. <laughs> <laughs> just going crazy. And the crowd's chanting, you are psycho. You are psycho. And then she goes out, and she's angry, and she turns to go up the ramp when, boom, out of nowhere, speared by Caitlin. And Am I bad for thinking that it looked really hot with her laying over AJ, smiling all, you no. know, like angrily? Oh, man, I was, mm, that it was nice. fun to watch. They're very nice. attractive women. Yes, yes. I was, I was, uh, you know, I was I was into that. I was like, we need to see more spears right. with a sinister grin hanging well, out. Well, she over. gives a great spear, like yeah. even, you know, outside of the yeah. sexiness of her, you know, it's a really good one. Yeah. Uh, you know, as good as edges, I think. And AJ, somebody, and AJ can sell just as good as Dolph, you know? I, yes. I, th- I heard someone bring this up, and it was probably Dan the Cannon, but I think he said it's it's the hair. Yeah. It's the hair. When you hit that spear. Boom. Yeah. If you're not a big guy like Goldberg to sell it, you've got to have the hair. Yep. Because it just makes it look more. It Impactful. whips. It rocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. And then Dolph gets one in on Big E, and that was just overall a wonderful segment. I mean, yes. we covered it. These people know what they're doing. Exactly. And this is another storyline that has no signs of slowing up. Right. 
This can go for a while. This can go past SummerSlam. And this can always be revisited. You know, two yes. years from now, if Dolph yes. is in, you know, any type of state and AJ's in a different, you know, mid-card or lower card, they can always come back to it. You know, it's something oh, that won't go away. But and so, so you got more moving parts. you got more characters. Mm-hmm. So you got Caitlyn, Big E, Dolph. There's so many interchanging things that can happen. When it's not just guy A versus guy B, we fight, we argue, we beat it up. There's... More than you know, I mean, there's yeah. so many pawns on this chessboard yep. that make this a this, great story. The longevity of yep. it, yes, absolutely. Definitely. Well, I guess we gotta take another break. Man, we are going by. We are just quick clipping through it, man. Yes, we're putting people through that Spanish announce table like it ain't nobody's business. Yes, business with a D. Two D's. Two D's. Shout out to my boy Chad with two D's, and he's listening. So we're gonna come back. Uh, we're gonna finish up the SmackDown talk. Then I guess we'll get the TNA. Which was a to yeah, me. Yeah, TNA. Isn't it always? Wait a shit. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Two weeks ago, it was great. Oh, Wait a shit the bed now. Oh, man, TNA. Well, we'll be back after uh, some words from some of our friends on the Spanish announce table. Trending Topics Network.
the kilted one, the rowdy one. The first real great talker. Oh, man. Now, saying that, Ric Flair was amazing, but I'm talking WWF exclusively. Roddy Piper, man. One of the best of all time. As soon as you know the answers, I change the questions. never held the strap. I don't get it. That makes him cooler to me. But I don't get it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't like today he would be like a three-time champ. What? Whatever happened to what? But here's the thing. Back, How did he never get to Because back then, you didn't do TV every week. You did a pay-per-view once yes, a month. Yeah. And what are you going to do? Have Hogan yeah. lose every other oh, month? Piper would be a 10-time champ in today's yeah. age. Yeah, right? yeah. There's so much wrestling that he would have to be. But back then, that's why guys like Bob Backlund had such long title runs. They didn't have as, as much yeah. TV, and no, so you yeah. had to have them win. Yeah. To this day, whenever I hear bagpipes, this is what I think of. Yes. Roddy Piper. Mm-hmm. That's, That's something we can get into uh, later, maybe not tonight's episode, but best uh, WWE or WCW stars that never held mm-hmm. the heavyweight championship. Mm-hmm. A couple guys come to mind other than Roddy Piper, uh, Ted DiBiase, yeah. Million Dollar Man Ted yeah. DiBiase. Well, he and, bought it. Ra- yeah, he bought it. <laughs> yeah. he, did, he did buy it. He bought it. And then uh, Razor Ramon. Razor Ramon. And Mr. Perfect. Oh, man, so many. Yeah. So many. But we'll move on, man. we got to finish. Smackdown. Gotta finish this Smackdown. And we got to see the Wyatt family actually wrestle. Which I really thought was cool because you don't want to run the the gimmick out where it's like, okay, all they do is run in and beat up on people. You actually got to see them tag in, tag out. It was really cool to see. I loved it. Now, here's how you know your career is stalled when you're the tag team that has to go up against these guys. Because who can we put in here that... We have no desire of giving any kind of push to right now. Right. They can absolutely take a loss to these guys. Right. Tons of funk. Tons of crap. Sweet tea. And uh, what does he go? The Funkasaurus. Oh. Man, and what, you, you know, that's what, <laughs> I understand. <laughs> You're speechless. It's yeah, so I bad. am. <laughs> I understand why WWE does so many heel gimmicks to start off with. Because it's easier to go heel, heel, heel and get guys over. Right. But when they tried it with uh, with uh, Brodus Clay, it went over really great. Remember WrestleMania? He had all the grandmas or the moms yes. dancing and stuff. But then the laziness of the writers, now it just stalled yeah. out. And obviously, Tensai sucks. Yes. And so they call him Sweet Tea now. But he still has the stupid Japanese crap on his face. Take which makes the stuff no- off. Yeah, either like, take the stuff just, off or, or... go or, back. Yeah, go back. One of the two. And... And unfortunately, like you said, they're just stalled. They are. And it's it's the kid gimmick again. It's, it's time for one of them to break out. And but just... it reminds me of, uh, um, oh, Scotty Too Hotty and uh, and uh, Brian Too Cool. Too Cool. Yeah. They're the they're just fat Too Cool. Yeah. 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 Hey, let's dance. Yeah. Hey, six year old, get in here. Yeah. Yeah. And they even threw in Rikishi. Right. And what do they call them? Well, they got the girls for this though. So yes. you know what I mean. Right. It's like. It, it's just recycled, boring mm. stuff from them, but they did get fed to the new hottest oh, thing. Oh, man, and they look the good doing it. Yeah, they look yeah. good doing it. Those guys are huge. Man, they are. They're big guys. And they look like people on a cult. They're, they look like people on a cult. The, first of all, they're rocked out. Too. I don't know if you saw like the one who mm-hmm. wears the, uh, the, I think it's Rowan, who wears the uh, the wife beater. Yeah. 
The dude's not just a fat dude. Like he's he's <laughs> jacked, man. He always reminds me the way he carries himself is of a Bruiser Brody. Yeah, yeah maybe it's because yeah. it's long black hair, but no, the way but he kind of like awkwardly walks yes. and looks with like a far you yes. know far distant stare. He reminds me of a Bruiser Brody, which is great because you know Bruiser's one of my favorites, and so. Uh, it's really awesome what they're doing there. So I, I oh. really liked what the and, Wyatt family was doing. And we got doing. another Wyatt, Bray Wyatt. Promo. Anytime he talks, I'm listening. Well, good. Then yeah. listen up because I got it. Yes. You're going to hear it right Play now. Play it for me. Kane, I suspect you'll be looking for me. <laughs> but that's all right, man. Because I ain't never been too hard to find. Oh, awesome. Matter of fact, if you need me, I'll be right here with all my friends. <laughs> We've been waiting for you, Kane. I've always been waiting for you. Look to the sky and follow the buzzards. It's so heat. cool because the way he talks almost reminds you of like, uh, you know, Tommy Dreamer Raven, where it's like mm. there's stuff that happened before these guys were even on television. Yes. Why has he always been looking for? Yeah. Him? Why have you? Why have, you? Know, and it's not. And it's not the WWE. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's not mm-hmm. the WWE. We've been waiting for you. No. It's no specifically you, you Kane. Kane. We've and been so, looking for you. Why? It's so interesting. Oh, God. Can we I just have it. a whole show as far as SmackDown or Raw of the Wyatt Family yes. takeover? Oh. That'd be perfect for me. Yeah, for the me. Wyatt Family. Oh, they're just clicking on all sums. They, they're so intriguing, right? Because it's so different. Yes, it's like nothing we've seen before. And there's no predictability. There isn't now a little bit as far as hey, I'm gonna beat up this guy. We get kiss that him on the forehead, right, right? And I'm a swinging face buster, which right. looks like an awesome move too. But like, what is it? What is he talking about? All right, that's why I like. What it. What is it? Yeah, and I suspect we're not gonna find out anytime soon. No, no, nope. No, it, it's, it's gonna just be- gonna be constant, like. What does he mean? Mm-hmm. What is he saying? I don't know. I love it. Oh, whoa. Well, I love it. We get away from that, unfortunately, into yeah. Christian versus Jack Swagger. Fuck. <laughs> Classic swags. Classic swags. Zeb Coulter, though, another great guy right now. But, man, you know, tweak it just a little bit because I'd really rather see Antonio Cesaro be the focal member of that tag team mm-hmm. than Swagger. Yeah, Swagger's good, but he's, yeah, he's you can not, though he's I mean, he's like he's he's good in the ring, but you could just tell yeah. he's being he's just right now. I should be saying we the people. Yeah, you know we the people or we the people as yeah, this yeah. list would say. Yes, but it, classic uh, swags, classic swag, classic swag. But Zeb Coulter, man. He's, it's great, but tweak it just a little bit. Sneaking across the borders, yeah, yeah, yeah. like I've even seen some of you sneaking across the right. borders. He said, "Oh, and he said the cops were like, well, we don't need to search your car because you're a real American.' Right. I mean, just great, man. Yeah. That guy gets it. I heard a rundown of that guy and the things he's done. Like he's been everywhere, done everything. Mm-hmm. He's awesome. He's been anywhere and everything. Had his fingers in the pot. Right, of many of a great. Thing. And, and he's another one where unfortunately Unfortunately, because heels are so cool, he's going to start saying enough of this crap. He's going to start getting cheered. Yeah. And it's going to be him, not yeah. the talent. Right. It's going to be him. Right. So you could see a heel turn from him to pick up another two new guys. Yeah. 
Well, at the end of this match, Sandow comes out. I mean, Christian's still in the ring celebrating after his victory. Mm-hmm. And Sandow comes out and demands a microphone. He starts screaming that Rhodes needs to be arrested for grand larceny. Vicky needs to fire him, saying he's a thief. There's nothing worse than a thief in the back. <laughs> I mean, he's just going off, going crazy. I mean, we can't say enough good things about Sandow right. tonight. But, I mean, because he's earned it. I mean, this guy has just taken control of the show. And Rhodes pops up on the screen, and he's standing a la Stone Cold on the bridge from right. back in the day, standing at the beach of the Gulf of Mexico. Uh, and he says uh, he's going to hand him the case. All he's got to do is come out and get it. Yep. And they go to break. And I'm, ooh, I can't wait. I'm glad I DVR'd it because I get to fast forward to this and see what happens next. And you get Sandow exiting the arena, going to get his briefcase back. Mm-hmm. Wow, I, I got to get this. And they play this thing out great, too, because they had a car almost run him over. And right, like, Stop, right. nitwit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just great, man. And then he, you know, Rose keeps threatening to throw it in the case, or throw the case in the Gulf of Mexico. I don't know if you've ever been down to the Gulf of Mexico. I don't want anything of my property going anywhere near that water. It's yeah. A dirty, right. dirty area. Yeah. Right? Um, so Sandow tells Rhodes that when well, we were a. We were tag team. You carried us. You were the leader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, he's like, giving in to everything yeah, so he can like, get that briefcase. He's like, you're smarter than I am. And he's like, what? What? And he's like, you're smarter than I am. He's, you have better facial hair than I, I do. And he's like, oh, well, I'm glad you can say that now. You know, and he's like, and you're more handsome than I am. And he's like, what? He's like, you're more handsome than I am. Right. And he's just screaming, going crazy. And Rhodes tells him, you know what? You've earned this back to, you know, you've earned this to be the, mm. the protector of the case. Throws that case into the Gulf. And the coolest part of that for me is that Damien Sendow actually jumped in after it. Yes. You know, usually with like yes. the Stone Cold thing, you just saw him throw it in there. Yeah, or yeah. when Cena and Edge uh, were fighting, you know, Cena threw Edge in there. This was yes. actually voluntary yeah, yeah. that he jumped in there yeah. and went after it. Well, and he's screaming though. He screamed for help because right. like, I can't swim. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't, can't swim. And jumps help in. me. And then it sinks, and he's like, no, and he jumps after it. Oh, and it just gets even better. I mean, he's flailing around. He can't get to it. He comes back. He comes up. He's spitting up water. He's crying hysterically. I mean, it's great. It's just a wonderful segment. I love, love, I can't say enough good things about this. This reminds me of back in the day when you had, like, Triple H and the Rock feuds in the mid-card. This is one of those great mid-card feuds that we're going to look back on when these guys are world champions, and we're going to say... Man, that kickstarted their right. their startup yeah. there, man. It's just great. I can't say enough good things about it. Yep, it's, I, it's I like the both good. of them. I mean, they're both. I mean, as much as I thought Rhodes still needed some work, I don't see. It. I mean, like he's he still needs a little bit, obviously, but he's getting there, man. Mm-hmm. Rhodes is. Uh, I think this face turn is going to do well. I think this feud's going to do well for them, and I, they need to carry this out. This needs to be a long term rival. This needs to be like Edge Cena yeah. long term rival. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, and then this guy. He didn't have a long-term match, no. but he had a he had a great entrance there, oh. the Ultimate Warrior, could back be, on uh, WWE's um, good terms. Could we be seeing Hall of Fame, WrestleMania 30 here? Probably. They offered him in 2008, and he declined, but he was in the middle of a lawsuit over there. The implosion of uh, Ultimate Warrior or whatever. But, uh, I'll take a Sandow over a Warrior any day. Every day. Ten yeah, times out of day. ten, yeah. All right, well, we're going to go. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk some total nonstop action, some impact wrestling. The worst part of the week. Can't wait. Unfortunately. Yay. TNA. On the Spanish announced table on the Trending Topics Network.
Mixed martial arts has found a home in Kansas City. Fight show live with Ozone and Tina. Tune in every Sunday night at 8 as they cover the cage with news, commentary, calls, and big name interviews. In the business of beatdown. He paused with the left and bang, right on the jaw. Fight show live with Ozone and Team Sunday nights at 8 on Sports Radio 1025, The Fan. I think the best tag team of all time. They're up there. They're up there. They're certainly top three. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can argue, and we did a off little air, bit off yeah. air. Uh, but we'll get into that in a later show. Yeah. We'll get into, you know, eventually we're going to do some uh, top five lists, things like that, to let you understand who we are a little yeah. bit. And to open up a discussion because you can. Break it up. Yeah, you can join the discussion on Twitter at Table Show or on uh, Facebook, search The Spanish Announce Table Podcast. You can also send us an email. Yes. To tableshow at gmail.com. And I'm glad we brought that up because we got an email. Yes. So we'll go into that. I like that. We'll get into that. That makes me happy. I'll look that up, but first we're going to talk about some TNA. You know what? And damn it to hell, the first week we were so excited. Wait, with tell me the, how you really feel. Well, we were so excited <laughs> with Chris Saban getting the title. We said it was the moment of the week, the match of the week. Here you are. You had a bigger moment than the the than the you know favorite, the overwhelming yeah. WWE, yes. this big huge conglomerate. You had the week. moment. You had the build of the week. You, you had, had it, and you shit the bed. You did. You just God yeah. bless ah. it. Nah. You know. Bleh. Like you said, so here you, the first segment was Bully Ray and his Kevin Nash lookalike attorney, who I swear to God, I thought it was Kevin Nash when he came out. But you have him come out and you say, I'm suing because of what you did with the hammer, which, okay, but now in the history of wrestling, yeah. it's never been brought up. It's yeah. always been a rematch or the ref is involved, something. And yeah. now you bring in an attorney, they, and Hogan and Dixie Carter are flipping out. They can't do anything about it. Shut like, look, up. Like every match, every other match, they, they catch. There's video footage of you cheating. There's there's this. They can't reverse the rest decision after right. it's been made, even though he saw it happen later. Mm-hmm. Like it just, But yet now there's an attorney involved? Like It just doesn't make any sense. And it's just thrown together last-minute booking. It's, I mean, it's, it's a thrown-together idea. And maybe it's not thrown together. Maybe it's just poorly executed because... The attorney wasn't very good at acting. He he kind of fumbled his lines. Saban really didn't care. It seemed like, you know, hey, I'll beat you again kind of thing. He wasn't nervous about the lawsuit. He didn't seem interested in it, so it kind of made me not interested in it. But, man, you could have done so much. You could have gone, you know, I'm the new champion. And like they hinted at with Austin Aries, bring in Austin Aries. And then you just move Bully Ray over to – Main event mafia, you know, mm. hey, I'll get the title in a little bit, but the reason I lost the belt wasn't Saban, it was the main event mafia. And you just do that, and then you give Saban, or yeah, you give Saban and Austin Aries their time with the world title. Mm. Instead, is, they just shit it away. so many ways it could have went. Yeah. So many ways it could have gone. Better. 
Yeah, so many different so many ways, ways that were better. Yeah. Have Bully Ray chase the title a little bit. Right. Earn his way back in. He's got a rematch, but he's going to use it strategically or something. Yes. Like, yeah, you'll never see it coming, a la Randy lawyer, Orton or something. I mean, really? A lawyer? Yeah, and you're the you're a gang, or as I like to they always say, this club. Yeah. What do you, yeah. you know, yeah. walking up right. in a treehouse? Yeah. Jesus. He-Man Woman Haters Club. Right, yeah. It's so stupid. No, so, so, like... Why, so Bully Ray could have went to Hogan and said, you gave this guy option C, the trade in all of a sudden, uh, how about giving me the option of picking when I choose? Give me a, a, a sly option, and it, maybe he has to earn it by beating somebody. You know yeah, what I mean? but he beat does. A, beat a member his... of Main Event Mafia, make right. it Magnus or something. Right. You know, There's but, so many ways they could have gone. And, you know, we don't know. Like we've always said, you know, we don't know what goes on backstage, right. but that was barely very poorly executed as far as you had all the momentum in the world. You were the coolest thing that week and you Anticipation. just everybody want to see what happens next. And you just drop and you got some, the ball. Some guy that looks like Kevin Nash's dad come out and right. fumble his way through a promo. Yeah. And like, that's what like, makes me you know, we mentioned in the headlines the August one guy. That's what makes yes. me not excited. Worried. It make yeah, it makes I'm me I'm more go, worried than I am intrigued. Because with that. TNA and their and their execution of intriguing storylines, you get more Shockmaster than Y two J. You know what I yeah, mean? No, like, I do, I do. You know, you, you know yeah. when Y two J came back, he had the whole countdown, and it was intriguing. And there it was. Oh shit! You know, Y two J. You know, interrupts the Rock. Yeah. Unfortunately, they do more of the Sting introduces Shockmaster, and he trips over himself. <laughs> the and, place explodes. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's so stupid. You <laughs> know. TNA. So, Classic TNA. Classic t- classic swags, uh, you know. Taz, still gone. Conspicuously absent. Well, but now it makes more sense mm, when you're talking news. about the news. Now, but the whole thing is, what angle are they, they going to play with this? Because JB was like, oh, apparently he gets to make his own schedule around here. Now, I mean, I know he's part of Aces and Eights, but right. I, is this, this is another thing they'll just forget about. He'll be gone. They'll be like, where were you? And he'll be like, yeah, I get pick and choose when I come. And yeah, I'm, I'm of part of the club. That'll be the end of it. Yeah. yeah. Well, they it. had the ultimate X match for the TNA World or TNA uh, X Division Championship. Right. World X Division. Whatever. Yeah, whatever they call it. Manic, Greg Mar- Marachulo, and Sanjay Dutt. And guess who won? Oh, it was uh, Hogan's guy. Yeah. Manic. Manic. Now, I mean, it was a good match. I don't know if you watched the match all the way through. It's always good matches with TNA. As far as a complete roster goes, in my mm-hmm. opinion, the wrestling is better on TNA than WWE. It's starting to change. Mm-hmm. It is starting yeah. to change with the yeah. Damian Sendows, right. the Shield, yes. those guys starting to get oh, more time. WWE's roster is stacked. I, I can't recall a time where I thought they've had more talent. Than right now. Yeah. But overall, as far as kind of... You know, traditionally speaking, TNA has always had the better wrestling matches. Yes. And this is pure case, wrestling yeah, matches. And yeah. this is case in point. Oh, they man. had a great match, but it didn't lead to anything. Well, Marashulo and Sanjay Dutt are on the top of the steel axe and they start fighting it out and they're teasing some suplexes, mm-hmm. which I thought, man, it's gonna be ballsy if, right, they, yeah. if they do that because you you go the wrong way and you've really hurt somebody. Mm-hmm. But uh Manic scales the cables and goes for the belt and he's hanging upside down. Marashulo falls to the mat, Manic nabs the belt, new champion. Manic, I mean, it's good closing to the match, but I mean, again, is Manic the guy? I mean, is he? Where do you go from here? So, Chris Saban versus Manic. Does anybody care about that? I mean, 
I'd rather no. you give it to the new guy. Give it to Marshuho. You know what I mean? Right. Like, and yeah. and w- with Manic, we've seen his face. Yeah. So and they showed it again, even yeah. Like they did a promo. Of it. Yeah, it he's like, like, oh, I'm, I'm go. A, yeah, I'm I was kid. sleeping outside the car. I don't care your McFoley story. Right. I don't care. Yeah, you suck. I mean, you're good, but your character sh- your character sucks. Yeah. Now they show Bully Ray in the back with Anderson. Bully tells Anderson that he can't tell him how proud he is that he's the vice president. Tells him that it's uh, vice president of the club. Of the club. <laughs> Tells him that it's important, but what's more important is that Anderson wins the BFG series. Yeah, so that's a key point because later that comes into play. But they had Gail Kim versus Mickey James, and those two girls put on a great match. Yes, but when did, did I miss something? When did they name ODB a referee? You know, they kind of uh, her and uh, Caitlin. Uh huh. They were kind of the two refs when Brooke Hogan Taren. took or Taryn, yeah, yeah, Taryn, yeah. They well, were. I the saw two. when they had Taryn as the ref, but I never saw when they made ODB. Just well, they kind of did. They kind of had both of them as a ref, and then when they made Taryn a full time ref, then they made ODB that role where she was like the you know all time uh, ref. But there again, at the very end, Brooke, hey Gail Kim, you got those problems. I wouldn't want that. And yeah, there's yeah. there's no punching there's no fighting it's yeah, just there's no there's no match you don't even make a match like yeah what, what yeah doing? yeah you know you could have done hey now you have these problems you got another match tonight yeah right now next week something. yeah something. there was nothing nope she just odb just grabs yeah, her boobs slaps her boobs around and, you know takes a drink which i i, I do like odb odb's she's funny. pretty funny yeah yeah, yeah. i do but like it. it was just poor they have ninety percent of a great storyline with everything they write. It's that last ten percent, which is the most over. important, that they just can't they, do. They can't push it over. Nope. Well, we get a BFG series match: Christopher Daniels versus Samoa Joe, and good match. But Anderson ends up distracting Joe, allowing Daniels to uh, hits two BMEs, best moon salt ever. Mm-hmm. The, the first one missed though. Yeah. Did you yeah, notice yeah, that? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so. Uh, now, the whole idea behind that was they're going to cost Joe points to keep him out of the running, which is good if they can keep that going. But I don't have faith that TNA can do that. That was probably just that week storyline. Hey, we need to do something. So yeah. uh, No, that needs to be constant running. Like right, they need to, yeah. Every week, an Aces and Eights guy needs to cost Joe points. But they did that to Joe last year with no points in the BFG. Yeah. So that might Who be is now, that's, that storyline yeah. is now for Robert right. Root. Let's recycle the same bad storyline. Well, then we had another BFG where we had AJ Styles versus Jeff Hardy. And uh, Styles gets a submission win. In 10 I points. like that calf submission. Yeah. It looks calf like it hurts. Killer. Yeah, it looks yeah. like it hurts. I can't remember another guy in recent memory or recent you know wrestling to do that. I, I think it's very original. It's very cool. And it was cool to see AJ beat Jeff Hardy straight up. You know, no, right. no hammer, no yeah. handful of tights. It was just yes. straight up submission. So I thought that was cool. Well, the interesting thing there too is uh, Hardy goes for the handshake, mm-hmm. and Styles snubs him, walks out. But he does the sting snub. Yeah, you know, he could have got on the mic and said, "If you're going to offer me your hand, you better give me a hundred grand." Or you know, because yeah. if it's all about the money, something, yeah. do something. You know, hey, are you high? Yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> do something to where uh. you know it was just the. No, I'm disturbed and yeah, long I'm just hair. Walk and away and not say nothing. I have a beard. Oh, uh, and then the final promo: Bully Ray in there, uh, demanding him come out with the decision. They tell him, "Nah, Saban's the champion. He's going to stay that way." Yeah, Hogan just says, 
You know what the final decision is? I'm the law. I'm ripping this up, brother. So wait, we waited a whole two hours just to have you say you I'm the law? The, you acted the whole time like you couldn't do anything about it. But now you just like rip it up. it's something I can't do. Yeah, but now you're just going to take on and the And you end on a sense. stupid promo. Stop ending on dumb promos where the last shot is just someone yelling. Angry. And the other guy saying, uh, like, what are you going to do about yeah, it? Yeah, it's so yeah. dumb, TNA. You're yeah. better than this. But you we could a, be, at We least. get a cage match at Hardcore Justice for Saban and Bully Ray for the title. So maybe there's a light at the end of the tunnel for TNA. Yeah. I bet maybe. Bully Ray wins it back. I bet <laughs> happens. Yeah. I bet something happens that's not worth a damn. <laughs> so we're going to come back. We're going to give our final thoughts. And we're also going to go to the mailbag, the email that I talked about earlier. And we're going to uh, discuss the topics suggested therein. When, like we, when we come back from a break on the Spanish announce table on the Trending Topics Network. When you get up, get up to date. Tiki Barber, Brandon Tierney, and Dana Jacobson. Dayton Moore, GM of the Kansas City Royals. This could be the Royals team that brings you back, I think. We feel like we're much improved, but uh, the division's much improved as well. It'll be an exciting year. Mornings 5 till 8, FM Sports Radio, 1025 The Fan. Perhaps the most iconic music in wrestling history. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would agree. I mean, I mean just instantly. Instant. instant. Yeah. Just the glass breaking. And it's you that just, hook. And you just felt like yeah. a badass. You wanted to walk with a purpose. I'm going to kick somebody's ass. Yeah, and smack uh, someone in the face. You yeah, know? drink a beer when I'm done. Yes. <laughs> Let's get into the mailbag. I like got an it. email. Uh, this one actually came to my email account. But anybody else, for future reference, if you want, send it to tableshow at gmail. Dot com. Ask us anything. Ask us what shirt T-Mac's wearing that week. I'm going to try to have a wrestling <laughs> shirt on every week. Every time? Yes, I'm going to try. Yeah. I got a lot, so we're going to see how long it lasts. I'm just going to try to have a big penis every time I come in here. That's well, what I'm going to do. You keep so, trying. <laughs> so this one is from Piper the DJ. Kay. Piper the DJ, oddly enough, also shares some space on the Trending Topics Network with us. Trending Mobile Technology, I believe is the name. Gosh, I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, hopefully, maybe we'll get a commercial for that yeah. this week, too. Trending mobile technology on the Trending Topics Network. Check that out. Talks about everything coming out. The hottest androids. The You know, I mean, it's tech talk. All that you technology stuff. Tech talk. It's too smart for me. Too smart for us. We like people hitting each other in underwear. <laughs> he says, hey, Spanish announce table gents. I wanted to ask a question concerning Curtis Axel. Well, actually, it's more than one, but you'll get the idea very quickly. If Axel is more perfect than perfect, which is what he said. Mm-hmm. Uh, would it make sense to let him speak in a complete sensible thought? We all know Axel is heir to Mr. Perfect, yet WWE refuses to let him run with that. They need to bring in Paul Heyman to let that happen. Why? If Axel were more perfect than perfect, wouldn't that imply that he should be an overly dominant force already? Meaning he is he has flawless offense, never takes a hit, never has to be tossed from the ring. Am I the only one that thinks Axel has reached the height of his career because of the limitations placed on him by the WWE? Love the show, guys. Piper the DJ. Good night. Your thoughts on his uh, his comments here? Yeah, you know, it makes sense if you're perfect, you know, more perfect than perfect, then you get all the mic time. You you know, you're not touched. You kind of make fun of the, the guy that you're wrestling as far as he's just so inadequate and can't touch you. Unfortunately, though, he's not that good on the mic. He's not. So... 
you go with the more perfect than perfect because what can you do with Mr. Perfect Son mm-hmm. other than saying that? But they I, know as far as on the mic, he can't he can't do it. Yeah. I think it's just the heel of it all. Yeah. It's the heel thing. Of course he's not, but he's a heel and he's going to say that. Right. Now, I think it would be great if he did the always offense, you try your defense, it doesn't work, I laugh at you, I am more perfect than perfect as far as the mm-hmm. in-ring because he is an amazing yes. wrestler. Yeah, yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah. But, you know, you you see him even when he's walking to the ring, you know, on the mic standing alongside Heyman, it's just not there on the mic yet. Yeah. Now, I mean, he does the classic heel laugh, yes. which irritates me. Only if you're crazy should you laugh at the end of your promos if you're a heel. If you're yeah. just laughing just I think that would work stupid. good in the ring like you'd said. If he does it in the ring after mm-hmm. you know, the guy can't get his offensive teams or whatever and he's laughing, that's good. Right. I think there's good things in Axel's future. I think he's working at it and I've seen much improvement since when he came in with Nexus and yeah. NXT. Michael McGillicuddy. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, yeah. I think he's got a good upside. But let's get into Thanks, Piper the DJ, by the way, for that email. That's awesome. I like a, I like some listener interaction Definitely. with the show. Yeah, that yeah. Always, always makes it more interesting. And check out a show, Trending Mobile Technology. And I'm really hoping I'm saying that right. So do I. But you get the idea. You go to <laughs> TrendingTopicsNetwork.com, which is where you found this show, uh, or you're going to find this show if you're hearing it some other way. TrendingTopicsNetwork.com. That's on there. Old School at the Movies, Trending Mobile Technology, a bunch of other shows I can't even name right now. Thanks, Piper the DJ. Now, final thoughts. You want to go first? You want me to go first? You, you go, go first. first. My final thoughts of this week is that the best show in wrestling television right now is SmackDown. Or I like to call Diet Raw. Yes, because Raw is becoming, you know, it's the showcase of all their big things that they're talking about now. Yep. And, you know, you get some big moments and you get your punk Heyman and all that. But if you're wanting to see the storyline progression and the more of the mid card and what's coming up next and these longer term things it's happening on smackdown it is this is where you saw the dolph aj breakdown now you saw dolph and aj confront each other on raw but it was a watered down version of what happened on smackdown Mm -hmm. you saw sandow confront Rhodes, watered down version of what happened on smackdown now the inverse is true with the punk Heyman, where you get the big stuff on raw and you get a little bit watered down on some so but with those two you always get a great promo great segment so it's not watered down but it's not as right. good as it is on raw i think at the moment for right. me right now for the last couple of weeks when i think smackdown's been better than raw for me yeah okay for me okay and i and i'm who knows will it change i think maybe they're not trying to jam as much into raw or, or into smackdown yeah you know what i mean that is true yeah they're not trying to fit in cena they're not trying to right. fit in the yes chan of daniel bryan or the 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 uh the power struggle of the McMahon. So you get more uh, time to breathe as far as the storyline goes with the Sendow and the Rhodes. And, and even you get a better quality matches. You know, one thing. Longer I, matches. Yeah, one yeah. thing I really like about main event going kind of away from SmackDown is you get one long match to tell a great story and then something else. But on yeah. SmackDown, you're getting that as well. You're getting the uh, long match and storylines that are able to progress. Right. And you got Vicky Guerrero. So you always go. Yeah, I think main well. event even had three matches this week. If I, don't I don't like that. Yeah. See, I liked when main event started and they had one, one match. long match. They told the story of the two guys. Yep. 
I like that a yeah, lot better. Two promos, it's, one match. It's main event. Yep. That's it. That's all we're here for. Yeah, but, you know. You got to plug in a few here and there. No, well, this, gener- not generation, but the, you know, mm. instantaneous, I can't yep. take it. You're going longer than what I want. I want to see something new. You yeah. know, you got to yeah. do three matches, apparently. Yeah, Coulter had a good uh, good promo on main event this week. But I would agree. SmackDown is where you're getting to see Almost that next generation, the mid carters. I think you know the, what it is the for roads me? and stuff is it's not the same old shtick yep. every time, and you don't get to you see said, Cena. It's yeah because they're <laughs> trying to cram everything into Raw. This is the problem they had when they made the brand split: is we've got to get Rock in, we've got to get Austin in, we've got to get Undertaker in, we've got to get mm-hmm. this guy in, and then Shawn Michaels, and then this guy in Triple H, and we've got to get everybody. Let's just split it up, right? Because we got to get them in on both shows. Well, if we make them only to those shows, then we can cover them more in each show. We're not having to. But then they ruined that by, well, here's what you missed on Ron. Here's what, so you're like, well, and then they were like, well, let's just put everybody back on one show anyway. Right. I think once you've built these people and you get them on the road to WrestleMania next year for this 30 coming up, after that, I wouldn't mind seeing a brand split again, like a true brand split. Yeah, it would be because then you could do that uh, like they have that new uh, Battlegrounds pay-per-view coming out. You know, then you could go back to the Raw versus SmackDown, and you can see heel and babyface of SmackDown and heel and babyface on Raw work together to go after the other yeah, brand. I, yeah. I love that when yes. they did that, that split time, yes. but, you know, whatever. Anyway, well, that was my final thoughts. What are your final thoughts? My final week? thought is how impressed I am with Ryback. Ryback. You know, originally when they did One-eyed the- Ryback. Yeah. yeah right. When they originally did the the heel turn on Ryback, I felt like it was forced because he instantly went with Cena. And so he was just trying to do typical heel things, you know, yeah. Cena, you suck, this, that. And it was just watered down and played out. Now a promo on top of an ambulance, which right. we were, yeah, we, were, we, were in, yeah. we were in presence for. But now he's starting it's starting to click with them. And he is believable as a bully. So I really like the messing with the small guy in the backstage. Oh, yeah, that or, was great. Or beating up on Cena and yelling at a fan. Or slap the food in that guy's ear. I mean, yeah. it, was like, it was just, and that guy sold that well, too. Like, he's like, nothing, sir. Like, well, it probably hurt. Yeah. Well, I mean, but just like, <laughs> I mean, he looked legitimately like, I'd be scared. I don't want this guy to beat me up. Well, yeah, because even if you're, you know, like, there's probably some guy from the independent scene mm-hmm. locally, and they let him come in, and right. you know, maybe he had a tryout on a dark match or something, but. Uh, he's in there, and he's probably thinking, I hope this guy's not stiff. Right. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. man, Cause I'm I know a, he's about to smack me with, he's a, never with a roll of cheese. And yeah, to, and he's <laughs> never going to have to see me again. Yeah. It's not like I'm he a main guy, care. so he's going to go hard he's as he can. put himself over. Right. Yeah. And so, but I really like what Ryback's doing. He's starting to get into a get great groove. I really enjoy that bully uh, heel, kind of like yes. what Mark Henry was when he was yes. the power. And the Ryback, Hall of Pain. Hall of yes. pain. And Ryback can do that. He can. And he's also really es- establishing great, uh, great wimp promo. Yes. Or not promo, wimp heel. Yes. Like when Jericho in the leg and he's selling the leg. Yes. He's he's getting it. Yes. And as good of a baby face as he was with the chance of feed me more and everyone was behind it, I think right now you're starting to see a Ryback that we're going to see a Ryback for many years this to come. This is the most I've liked Ryback yes. since I've seen him. I like the music. The music's rock. It's yes. in your face. Wake up. Yes. He's hitting the head. And he does play that like school ground bully where if he's intimidating the guy, he's going all in. Yeah. Intimidating. But once somebody starts to push back, then he's like, oh, oh man. I, it, so, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Yes. He's doing great at being a complete heel. He's not just, 
overly dominant and and is angry and yeah and angry and stupid whatever yeah. you know he's believable as the bully and he does a great job of when you know a baby face attacks him running around well, running behind just, him somewhere you know just looks like he'd kick your ass to take your cheeseburger right I mean, but he also does a great angry. yeah but he also does great as oh man this guy's coming after me i i need to run you yeah. know what i mean yeah. he does the great he's a great high school bully and that's needed in pro wrestling. So this, like I said, this right now is the best Ryback we've seen. And I'm really impressed because I honestly didn't see that when they made the heel turn. Yes. Yeah, I didn't see it either. And I, and I think there's a lot of upside yep, definitely. for Ryback, and I'm excited. Well, this is going to about wrap it up, man. I like it. We covered it all. We did. We broke it down through the Spanish announcement. We even covered Impact. Yeah. You know how hard uh, that is? We talked about main event even a little bit. Yeah. We well, talked was, about yeah, we was. talked about Curtis Axel. Which, thank you for the... Uh, the uh, email. The email. Piper the DJ. And, and you know, jump on our Facebook. Jump on the Twitter. We're active on there. Yes. Facebook.com slash Spanish yes. Announce Table Podcast. Yes. And then that Twitter. Up. And Twitter is... Twitter at Table Show. Yes. So table keep- Show at Gmail. TrendingTopicsNetwork.com. That'll send you right to the Podbean feed. You, the, the feed's on there if you want to put it into your iTunes and everything so you can auto-subscribe to it and everything. Uh, made it real easy. Yeah. Real easy. You know, like AJ Lee. Yeah. That was disgusting. That was a weird way to end this. We did. That's yeah, how we did it. That's it, man. Well, hit us up next week. We're going to be back with Numero Trace mm-hmm. of the Spanish announced table. Three for the people that speak English like Three, myself. yes. Or, yeah. Um, <laughs> barely. Barely, sir. I know. People can tell. Barely. People can tell I can barely speak English. But that's it. T-Mac. Thank you. What's your Twitter handle? At Titan T-Mac. And you can uh, listen to uh, the Fight Show Live fight MMA. Show live. That's right. The, uh, the real fighting, as people like to <laughs> yeah. say. Yes, and I'm at The Awesome Voice. Hit us up. Let us know what you think. Check us out next week on the Spanish Announce Table on the Trending Topics Network. <laughs>